Holy Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege of life and we give glory to your name, Lord, because you have been indeed very, very good to us. Our righteousness and holiness are nothing to recommend to you as reasons why you should do what you do for us in giving us food and shelter and clothing, but it's an evidence of your faithfulness and love towards us that we are alive today. Therefore, we worship you and say, may all praise, honor, glory, and adoration be unto your holy name forevermore. We pray that our words of praise shall not be empty words. We want them to be backed up by a life that gives glory to your name, that shows that we really love you by keeping your commandments as you have spoken in your word of our own selves. We cannot do that and that's why we are fellowshipping with you now. We pray, please, as we study your word, help us to rightly divide the word of truth. Grant us wisdom and understanding. Give us power and strength. Grant us of your Holy Spirit that our lives may be transformed by this agency. Grant to me words to speak that will be a blessing to all your children that we all may grow up into the most holy faith. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Conflict and Courage, October 2 Under the Fig Tree When Jesus saw Nathanael coming, he said, Here is an Israelite worthy of the name. There is nothing false in him. John chapter 1 verse 47 Nathanael heard John as he pointed to the Savior and said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. John chapter 1 verse 29 Nathanael looked at Jesus, but he was disappointed in the appearance of the world's Redeemer. Could he who bore the marks of toil and poverty be the Messiah? Jesus was a worker. He had toiled with humble working men, and Nathanael went away. But he did not form his opinion decidedly as to what the character of Jesus was. He knelt down under a fig tree, inquiring of God if indeed this man was the Messiah. While he was there, Philip came and said, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. But the word Nazareth again aroused his unbelief and he said, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? He was full of prejudice, but Philip did not seek to combat his prejudice. He simply said, Come and see. Would it not be well for us to go under the fig tree to plead with God as to what is truth? Would not the eye of God be upon us as it was upon Nathanael? Nathanael believed on the Lord and exclaimed, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. His unbelief was swept away and faith firm strong and abiding took possession of his soul. Jesus commended the trust and faith of Nathanael. There are many in the same condition as was Nathanael. They are prejudiced and unbelieving because they have never come in contact with the special truths for these last days or with the people who hold them. 
and it will require but attendance upon a meeting full of the Spirit of Christ to sweep away their unbelief. No matter what we have to meet, what opposition, what effort to turn souls away from the truth of heavenly origin, we must give publicity to our faith that honest souls may see and hear and be convinced for themselves. Our work is to say, as did Philip, come and see. We hold no doctrine that we wish to hide. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is Under the Fig Tree, and I would just like to read the account of Nathaniel being called to see Jesus before we discuss what we have for today. John chapter 1 verse 46 to 51 says, And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him, and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Amen. You see, the situation Nathaniel was in is a situation that many find themselves today. Perhaps you are in that situation even now. Nathaniel actually met him who is the way, the truth, and the life. But the way was not looking pleasant to walk on. The truth was not attractive to him. Therefore, he doubted whether there was really life in following Jesus. So it is with many today, through tradition, custom or personal and fond opinions, we are already prejudiced against Jesus who is the way, the truth and the life, so that when we hear the truth, it does not sound appealing to us, and when we see the way to life, we are loath to enter in. What can be done to clear your doubt? One thing you can do is what Nathaniel did. Prayerfully come and see. There's a way Jesus put it in John 7 verse 17. He said, If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. This is what it means for those who are prejudiced. Perhaps you are studying the word of God because that's exactly how we are told of Christ today. When you are told, come and see, you need to really come and see, but it must be done prayerfully. Do you have doubts as to something you are told as to whether that thing is the truth or not? Then come and see. Come and see it for yourself. You need to taste and see for yourself, to know for yourself, to study for yourself and do that prayerfully. And that's why Jesus said, if you are waiting without coming to see, you are given a book to read and you've, you don't want to read it yet. Why, why are you afraid? 
or you are invited to come for a program why do you have to be afraid of that come and see we, there's nothing to hide there's nothing anyone is hiding come and see jesus says the only way you will know is if you do the truth if any man will do his will then you will know of the doctrine whether it is of god or whether i speak of myself so come and see for yourself reading from amazing grace page 252 paragraph 4 and 5 we are told so everyone may be able through his own experience to set his seal to this that god is true john chapter 3 verse 33 he can bear witness to that which he himself has seen and heard and felt of the power of christ he can testify i needed help and i found it in jesus every want was supplied the hunger of my soul was satisfied the bible is to me the revelation of christ i believe in jesus because he is to me a divine savior i believe the bible because i have found it to be the voice of god to my soul how shall we know for ourselves god's goodness and his love the psalmist tells us not hear and know read and know or believe and know but taste and see that the lord is good psalms chapter 34 verse 8 instead of relying on the word of another taste for yourself experience is knowledge derived from experiment experimental religion is what is needed now taste and see that the lord is good end of quote amen and this is what nathaniel came to taste and see he came to jesus he tasted and when jesus just told him one little thing i saw you under the fig tree nathaniel knew that there was no one in his surrounding at that time so he understood that the only way jesus could have known that he was praying under the fig tree to know whether he was the messiah the only way jesus was, would have known is because he was a divine person he knew that this man had a connection to divinity that was not the normal one and then he believed and jesus promised him that he would see even greater things as we read in the devotion conflict on courage page 281 paragraph 3 and 4 would it not be well for us to go under the fig tree to plead with god as to what is truth would not the eye of god be upon us as it was upon nathaniel nathaniel believed on the lord and exclaimed rabbi thou art the son of god thou art the king of israel his own belief was swept away and faith firm strong and abiding took possession of his soul jesus commended the trust in faith of nathaniel end of quote so what are we learning we need to give the truth a chance invite people tell them come and see do you see people who are like nathaniel who you are inviting for a program where you know they will be benefited by where you know that the truth is spoken there urge them to come and see for themselves tell them come and hear and see for yourself urge them to practice the truth for themselves to go to god to themselves if it is the truth that they are in doubt of tell them to pray like nathaniel are you in doubt as to whether this thing is true or not if you are sincere if you are really sincere pray to god and he will give you an understanding of the truth give the truth a chance to lodge in your heart and if you have an honest heart you will be drawn towards it like nathaniel you will see that jesus knows you by name and is acquainted with all your troubles and has come that you may have life and 
more than that, you will see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. What did Jesus mean when he told Nathanael that you will see angels and descending on the, ascending and descending on the Son of Man? Reading from Desires, Desire of Ages, page 142, paragraph 4, down to page 143, we are told, Here Christ virtually says, On the bank of the Jordan, the heavens were opened, and the Spirit descended like a dove upon me. That scene was but a token that I am the Son of God. If you believe on me as such, your faith shall be quickened. You shall see that the heavens are opened and never to be closed. I have opened them to you. The angels of God are ascending and bearing the prayers of the needy and distressed to the Father above, and descending, bringing blessing and hope, courage, help and life to the children of men. The angels of God are ever passing from earth to heaven and from heaven to earth. The miracles of Christ for the afflicted and suffering were wrought by the power of God through the ministration of the angels. And it is through Christ, by the ministration of his heavenly messengers, that every blessing comes from God to us. In taking upon our himself humanity, our Savior unites his interest with those of the fallen sons and daughters of Adam, while through his divinity he grasps the throne of God, and thus Christ is the medium of communication of men with God and of God with men. Amen. End of quote. So God is Jesus is saying to us that we will see greater things, blessings will flow to us when we come and see. He is connecting heaven to earth and earth to heaven for our sakes. And if we are sincere in our hearts like Nathaniel, if we go under that fig tree to pray, and under the fig tree just simply means going to ask God, this thing I have heard about the Sabbath, this thing I have heard concerning dress, this thing I have heard concerning the reforms, are they true? If your heart is sincere, go ahead and pray. The Lord will answer you and you will be blessed by what you hear. The Lord will not lead you astray. Do you have a prejudice against the truth? Pray to the Lord and you will get guidance for sure. Like we read in Conflict and Courage, page 281, paragraph 5. Many are in the same condition as Nathaniel. They are prejudiced and unbelieving because they have never come in contact with the special truths for these last days or with the people who hold them and it will require but attendance upon a meeting full of the spirit of christ to sweep away their unbelief no matter what we have to meet what opposition what effort to turn souls away from the truth of heavenly origin we must give publicity to our faith that honest souls take note of that word honest honest souls may see and hear and be convinced for themselves our work is to say as did philip come and see we hold no doctrine that we wish to hide. End of quote. I'm reading this because I want to also say that there are these honest souls who, when they are invited to come and see, it's not that they are looking for the truth. They actually don't want it. They hate it. So they don't want to follow it. So they pretend as if, oh, I already know that there's no truth in this place or there's no truth in the word of God and they run away from it. To such people, the word of God already says in the book of Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10 to 12, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie 
that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So, dishonest souls who do not desire to be free from sin cannot appreciate Jesus. They will not see any joy in following him. Those who have pleasure in unrighteousness will be damned, not because the truth was not presented to them in the most attractive light, not because the truth is not attractive or powerful to save, or not because they didn't get an opportunity to come and see, but because they loved not or believed not the truth. They loved unrighteousness. Let's face it, like Philip, we must preach the truth and show Jesus to the world by pen, voice and especially by our lives. And we can also invite people come and see. And having done this, we don't have any other thing to do. And we are not to worry ourselves over dishonest souls who do not appreciate the truth. We have nothing to hide. And having shown to the world what we believe and invited them to come and see, we can be sure that honest and sincere souls like Nathaniel, who are truly seeking for the truth, will have their prejudice removed and will come to the truth. If you are prejudiced like Nathaniel, the Lord invites you to come and see, to taste and see, to study and listen to the word of God for yourself. Have your own experience of the truth and you will see that the Lord is good. Are you in doubt as to what the Lord is saying you should do? Pray like Nathaniel and the Lord will certainly come to your aid. And remember that whenever you are giving books or you are giving tracts, or you are giving sermons to listen to, whether audio or video or even links. Come and see is what somebody is telling you, but be sure that what you are coming to see is the truth. Test, the tr test those things that you are being told to come and see with the word of God. And if you see that it is the truth, if you are sincere, then follow it. If you are honest, follow it. And do not hesitate. Do not hesitate. It is our duty if we are honest, to follow the truth as we see it. And let us be like Philip, who would always say to the people, come and see. Go under that fig tree and pray, and the Lord will certainly hear you. Let us pray. Thank you, dear Father, for the words you have spoken to us today. I pray, Lord, that you would give us the grace to be a blessing to those around us in telling them to come and see. And for those who have prejudice in their minds, I pray, Lord, that those prejudices shall be disarmed in those honest souls, that as we pray to know what is truth, that you would really show us what is truth and direct us into the way of righteousness. Do this for us and take the glory. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen.